When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. been a great week. It is again a nice day here in the New York City area. As you can see in the backdrop here, we are actually visually live here on Facebook. We're streaming live giving you for the first time some behind the scenes raw footage of what takes place every Thursday when we host the show here at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Those that are new to sustainable success, again, you uh, found us here at the Voice American Influencers Channel. But we also encourage you to uh, check us out at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. And again, we could also find us on Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, Google uh, Play, and then any of the other areas that where you can download the podcast. We encourage you to check out many of the great guests and experts that we've had on sharing their words of wisdom and insights to help not only accelerate your businesses, but also your personal lives to the next level. Uh, Today's show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Uh, This is a social media community that brings together alumni, not only for university colleges, but also for fraternities, sororities, businesses, any type of entity that has some type of an alumni where you can get together in communities and share memories, create new experiences, look for jobs, and perhaps maybe locate your next business partner or finding certain things to grow your business. You can check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. We encourage you to check them out as a lot of these new social media community platforms are popping up and doing great, great things. Today, we are talking about a topic today called United We Stand, Together We Win. And this is so imperative now what's been happening in our world over this past year, not only with the pandemic, but with all the different things that have been happening in the world. And we have a guest today that is going to be sharing some valuable wisdom and insight. He is someone I was introduced to not too long ago and really, really I admire him in this short period of time and everything that he has done and what he is doing about bringing people together. His name is James Bradley. And before we introduce him, I'm going to give you a little background about uh, him. James is a a Coast Guard search and rescue and law enforcement veteran who served our country from 1981 to 1986. He is a true conservative and American patriot for a long line of patriots. Uh, uh, Worked uh, 30 years in healthcare sector, modernizing and improving medical systems using innovative technology, implementing visionary plans like telemedicine, which to this day make it easier for patients to reach out to the physicians and remotely and economically. And I can say that's so true. Now even the dental world is putting that into play. In uh, 2018, he was the only Republican who went the distance against a 25-year-old incumbent, Dianne Feinstein, for the U.S. Senate, where he received over a half a million votes. On March 3rd of this year, James won the California District 33 primary election, Uh, Hallmarks of his leadership platform include being a strong constitutionalist, conservative, strong advocate for veterans, who is a pro-law and order, pro-life, pro-parental rights, and pro-health freedom. 
And without further ado, we welcome James Bradley to the show. James, how are you doing today? Doing great. How are you, Chris? <laughs> doing great. Well, James, uh, you know, thank you so much for joining us today. I know you're in California and uh, you, you brought some of that sunshine uh, over here. Oh, it was a little bit cloudy starting off today, but it's definitely uh, starting to you know, look like it's getting a little bit nicer out there. So with that being said, you know, with all the stuff going on, you know, this is you know, a period of time where you know, as people, especially here in the United States, we got to all start to come together and not be divided like we've seen over the last, God, at least, at least seven months now. So I'd like to get your perspective because you've been an advocate in this area for quite some time, even before all this was happening. I'd like you to shed some insights on some of the things that, you know, that, you know, have, have taken place, but what we can learn and, and grow and come together. Excellent question, Chris. Uh, what I found on the streets, and I'm not the typical politician that uh, goes from a lectern or the, the uh, pulpit in pushing ideals and, you know, showing up. I call it the phrase we used in my master's program, show up and throw up. <laughs> we don't do that. We don't do that. We get engaged. So through my experience in reaching out with the constituents all over the state of California, I realized that they're done with the, um, the division, the, the political uh, divisiveness that we're all being victimized by. And, you know, I can go in on those that the opponents that I ran against because there's, of course, a laundry list of issues. But it all came to the resonant theme that they don't listen. And they're really not working for the betterment of their districts, their state, and their country. So I made it a part of my campaign. And it's just kind of a natural thing for me because I've been in senior level of, um, management for years. You have to understand you need to listen, learn, then you lead. So the listening process was being on the ground after the riots in Santa Monica and Beverly Hills, meeting with store owners, meeting with the community, finding out what in the world is going on, what their fears are, how could we, once in, in government, how could we bring a formative change? And I always go to, we are much better than what people want to claim us to be. We just need to stop buying the narrative. We need to now embrace through our critical thinking skills and really move forward because we technically and really truly are a, the greatest nation in the, in the world. So I kind of play to and speak to that point that we need to rise to the occasion to engage to give them not only just a, it's not really placation, it's really getting in deep and saying, you are much better than this, you have the core skill sets, you have the passion, you've come from different parts of the world to seek the American dream, yet you're, you're met with this div divisiveness. Now let's end the divisiveness, let's move you up, elevate you, so you can live out that dream. Yeah, it's so true. and and. You know, you know, I, I love what you just illustrated there that, you know, that, you know, we, we all have to be able to come together and, you know, communication is so, so important. And a lot of the stuff right now is just that, you know, we, we you know, on that topic, we, 
there's so much information out there, but yet people are perceiving things in different ways. And, and so it's, you know, so what can we do better, you know, in terms of, you know, you know, the situations that we're in and how we can really, really listen and hear what, you know, we're, everyone is saying and, and, and not that there's a right or a wrong, but that we could find ways that we can find a solution rather than compound the problems that, we tend to like, you know, continue to create and, and compound on it. Uh, I think we just turn on that, that listen mode. That's truly what we need <laughs> to do. I think people have been, they've been buying the narrative for so long. And get, I think a lot of people get lazy. They like to turn on the, those mainstream media outlets and just literally getting, being spoon fed the narrative. I say, go beyond the narrative. There's always motive behind message. Let's figure out what those motives are. Let's, then, when you put it on your desk there, you can have different perspectives. You know, look at it different angles. Now, if you want to go hardcore politics, well, that's where you're going to end. And you probably will end there and not go forward. So, Progressivism, which I believe they've hijacked the term, progressive means moving forward, using the best of best concepts that could be brought to your, your attention and bringing in the right people that can elevate it even further. So the divisiveness is really results of people getting lazy. I'll be honest, they're getting lazy. Let's, let's not buy the, that narrative anymore. Dig deep. Find alternate sources of information so you have a rounded uh, picture of what truly the issues are and where you can move from issue and based on your skill sets to bring solutions. If everyone thought about solutions as opposed to issues, then we could have a good discussion. Mm. Absolutely. So, so what are some of the things that you feel that we, that, you know, we can improve, like, how can we improve that, that situation? What would be some of the things that you can suggest, whether if it's, you know, at the, you know, at the community, you know, community level, at a nationwide level, you know, even in our, even at the family level, just in our own homes, just what would you feel like would be some of the things that we can do? I mean, in terms of getting better at listening, listening to relate and understand versus respond first. That, that's, that's a very good question. Probably the hardest thing to do at all, of all, especially as you get a little up in age, we tend to have our... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been there. I, I can feel it. I'm fi- I'll be 54 in July. So I've been, yeah. Well, God bless you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few years on you, but listening is most difficult for, for those that are a little advanced in age because, you know, we get to this point where you feel, oh, I've heard it all. I, and we want to make those quick decisions on the fly. And I, I'm learning as we go, the, 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 albeit that there's a lot of conversation around uh, the Marxism being worked into our educational system. I think we don't view it that way. Just like we kind of open the door. Let's have a discussion. Let's look at an issue and, and something that came up in a discussion last week. How do we go to the university levels? How do we engage them in civil discussion? to work on a problem that is a problem for everyone, regardless of the political ideologies. So I think we start there and to refine it, we can learn by the youth. 
of their listening skills because they're in the educational system. And hopefully we haven't lost that of how do we gather good uh, good education is by listening, obviously, taking notes. So we start there. Our families it tend to be a little more difficult because, <laughs> as you know, uh, you go back home, they all have these the, 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 the history, the memories of you as a child. And unfortunately, they kind of leave you right there. They don't look at you as an, an evolving person, growing and learning things, but more importantly, bringing good change into your world. So it's kind of like when I w used to go back, I'm from Rhode Island originally, and I go back to Rhode Island, and it's almost like going back in time. My high school buddies, we meet, and they always bring up one or two memories back in high school, but they have you locked in at that particular <laughs> time, going, oh my gosh, I, I forgot all about that, and yes, uh, how am I doing now? So the listening is the most difficult, which takes time as we get older to refine that listening skill, because that truly is the most difficult. Listening, then you learn. So by the, the takeaways from listening, you're learning, you're shaping, you're coming up and formulating better, best practices. And then once you refine them, you can lead. Because that's what is truly needed now in everyday communities in our, in our states, more importantly, in our national uh, government here in D.C., which I think they... I don't think they know how to spell leadership these days. Yeah, and that's something interesting. We I want to chat with you, and we, you know, we'll probably have to chat even on the second half uh, or the second segment of the show on leadership. But before we get to leadership, because that's an area I want to spend some time with you on, because it's so so important. But just to expand on the listening again, mm -hmm. when when people feel related to and understood, people are going to have different opinions, different perspectives, different interests different view, you know, points of view. And, but instead of like, you know, us, you know, always saying you're right, you're wrong and vice versa. Like when people feel related to and understood, then there, there is always a, something we can find some common ground somewhere. Doesn't mean it all, always will be the case. Cause that, I mean, that it, it, that's never going to be a perfect situation, but on some level we can find some common ground and be able to relate there where we can find instead of instead of you know magnifying the problem, how can we work together to solve it and create more? Can you expand on that? Because then I want to expand into the leadership thing, which I like to get into in the second part of the show. Because I want to spend some time in that area because you offer so much wisdom there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I keep looking over my shoulder, thinking that maybe you're speaking to someone different. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, I'm talking to you. <laughs> No, I think it comes from a point of um, being humble again and not thinking that you know it all because we truly don't. And if you truly embrace being, um, uh, uh, I call it a consummate student, you're always in the learning mode. It's difficult because when you have, they, you know, we carry that baggage with us along our life, uh, preconceived or basically experiences. It's hard to put that at check. Now, finding middle ground. You, you'll always find an opportunity to find the middle ground if you start off by a asking questions, but, but not pontificating. So ideological differences, 
the most, I guess, the most uh, disparate one would be called communism. What, and that's going to be a tough one because we've kind of, we're inching our way into that, what they call it, socialism. There's some good takeaways in the social programs. So we'll kind of play it that way. So we segue from, you know, feelings, wanting to do good things for the society in general. Those are great middle, meet in the middle discussions. How do we get that, but yet making it fiscally responsible and sustainable? So meeting them on the concerns that might be feeling-based or fact-based, we just kind of, we kind of lay it out and say, yes, you want to bring more social programs to homeless, for example. I believe in that. I've been fighting the homeless crisis here in California, which happens to be the worst in all the United States. In LA alone, we have close to 70,000 homeless on the street, 4,000 of which are the disabled veterans, which I'm representing. I'm not disabled, but I'm representing my veterans. So that common point, social programs, how do we get there, but yet make it fiscally responsible, but also sustainable. Look at the key with the differences. But if you're so far on the um, polarizing ideologically on one side, that is going to be the most difficult part. That's probably where we can work together. Uh, How do we get them from just being, having the blinders on to really meet us in the middle? Hopefully that answers that question. No, absolutely. Absolutely. That was fantastic and how you addressed it. And, you know, we got a couple minutes to the break. So I just wanted to see if you wanted to expand because I want to leave the leadership part when we come back because that, that is going to be something that is going to be so instrumental heading into, you know, this, you know, 2021 now that we're in moving forward in this decade, you know, where we need better leadership. And, you know, and I want to, you know, you know, sometimes people think they understand what leadership is, but, Perhaps they're going to get a different perspective, what that is. So, you know, we have about a, about a minute and a half. I just wanted to see if you could just, you know, uh, you know, summarize some of the key points that we just talked about with, you know, uh, with the, you know, the, the art of listening and, and, you know, really learning how we can be, do a better job of doing that just to kind of put that together for everyone listening and those that will be listening later here on demand. Oh, excellent. Yes. Um, as we as leaders, if we call ourselves leaders, that is one of the most critical part aspects of what we do is by listening. Uh, what I have seen, and I'm, I'm sure everyone's feeling victimized by, we're, we're li- we are lacking that in good governance today. So what I'm doing here is this, we're, we're, tra- we're starting a new movement, Chris. Mm. We're opening the eyes and saying public, that's what's lacking, but that doesn't mean we have to remain there with this divisiveness in, in politics today, which, of course, we're now being victimized by. Listening, ski- listening skills are paramount to good leadership. Good leadership is by, and of course, we'll talk about that at greater length, the leadership is the result of listening. You cannot yeah, have yeah. one without the other. No, Absolutely. That's so true. So, so true. And, and I think this is going to segue very nicely when we come back after the commercial break here where we can start really digging deep uh, about leadership here, James. So, everyone, we, we have to go to break here. But, again, you're listening to James Bradley. Again, uh, we're talking about united we stand and together we win. 
again, this is such an important topic that we need this more than ever. So we're, we're really going to dig deep into leadership and how this can help you and where you are in any aspect of your life moving forward. And we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everyone. If you're just joining us here, again, it, we're, we have a little treat. It's not just the audio version of Sustainable Success. We are now uh, streaming live here on Facebook at our Sustainable Success uh, 2017 Facebook page. So, again, you can kind of see behind the scenes what we do each and every week. Uh, when we have our great guests that come on and share their words of wisdom. Again, we're here with James Bradley, again, uh, sharing on United We Stand, Together We Win. Uh, James offers a lot of insight as he's been involved in, uh, you know, a lot of the the, uh, politics that that take place, not only in California, but also nationwide. But, you know, again, how we can all come together in a way that we can win and find solutions. So, you know, James, we had talked about, you know, the importance of listening and how people tend to listen to respond versus to relate and understand. A lot of times this goes back really, you know, if, you, if we were to really dig down why that we have issues with, with listening and communicating, because it comes down to leadership. And a lot of people, you know, have heard the word leadership. They may think they know what leadership is. But perhaps today that we're going to talk about a little bit more that maybe they might get a different perspective or maybe enhanced what their perspective is on this particular area and how we can make improvements to lead better uh, going forward. If you could expand a little bit more on, on the leadership role at any level. Oh, sure. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll tackle the listening. Um, that involves the body language, as you know, nonverbal communication. But truly putting yourself in a posture where you're not sitting down, you're not sitting back there with your preconceived notions. You are an an empty slate. You need to be 
in, uh, you need to be that sponge of communication or in intelligence because the best ideas, the best things that you never would ever think of come from those that you are leading. So elevating them to the level of importance by good communication skills, by listening is the key aspect. But that all stems from yourself. You have to be confident and exude that positive attitude. And that means well-versed on your, your industry, your business, your product, and more, for, more importantly, the, the lay of the land in the industry. So that self-confidence comes from that knowledge base that you bring to, and as well as the training. And then you have to have, I believe, one of the most important things is that you have to be motivated, the drive, the passion to communicate, the desire to achieve and improve, the commitment to those goals and the initiative, initiative and the willingness to act on those opportunities. I'm kind of laying out the key aspects. Yeah. Uh, and that falls under the personal motivation and drive. But also, not only the drive, but the optimism. Your ability to continue and face any setbacks. It's important that you look at these little bumps in the rows as simply that. You keep moving beyond. And I think... The biggest pillar that we always tend to overlook, especially in corporate America, now more importantly in government, is integrity and honesty. How many times have you flipped on me and you saw the Speaker of the House or your representative saying things that you felt were, were not right? There's something deep inside you that you felt they're not being honest. So to be an effective leader, you need to not only take those other skill sets, but also be someone that you can sleep at night and say, I did a good job. I did it to the best of my ability and I was honest to the, to the public in my case. So those are a few, but the other, here's the thing that goes into, I think the listening skill is the flexibility. Mm. You have to be flexible. You need to change and manage those changes, not only on a, a industry level, but on a personal basis. You have to really embrace the flexibility aspect of leadership skills. Because if you can't flex, be flexible, it's, it just basically turns off the light of listening. There's no reason to listen. You're not flexible. Yeah. Flexibility is so, so important. What is your take like, you know, when, you know, leadership is, it, it's a, you know, it's an action. It's a role that we play, not just in, you know, if in your job or your industry, it's a role we play 24 seven, whether, whether if you're, you know, uh, you know, your, 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 your spouse, your partner, your children, your community, your business, uh, whether if you're in politics, whatever the case may be. Can you talk a little bit about the concept of leading by example? You know, because a lot of times, you know, people, people tend to, when they observe others, whether it's subconscious or conscious, tend to kind of pick up on those certain things, those values that you talked about, honesty, integrity, mm -hmm. and that, that, they, that they can observe that in someone's behavior, their demeanor, their, you know, their ability to, you know, to help others and so on. If you could talk a little bit about, that and why that is so important and, and, and required in our 
in our world going forward. Oh, exactly. That's what we're experiencing today in our political climate is the hypocrisy. People that are willing to sell their souls, quote unquote, to uh, move political uh, agendas. Uh, they don't live by example. They don't lead by example. They don't lead at all. They're reactionary. So I look at my day when I wake up, you know, I'm, I'm a God-loving man, so I give it to God every day. So I'll put it out there. If that offends anyone, uh, it's okay. I'm <laughs> I, I start my day with um, uh, a good discussion. But the, the leading by example is, pro, you know, amongst the other things we discussed thus far, and there's more, is very critical because you'll lose that credibility, you'll lose that support, and you'll lose, in a, in a business setting, the support that's dire and uh, is, is critical to sustain and move forward in any corporation or business or a relationship in general. If you don't have, uh, if you don't lead, and you, you're not the example of what they want to become, because you're in essence as a leader training your replacement. You want to bring those that youth, those creative minds that think outside your world, that bring innovation, bring new ways of looking th at things. It, you want to bring them up and elevate them because that's what leaders do. You elevate, you train. So, but you can't do that without being the example of what they want to be and what they want to achieve. That's a critical aspect, but also what's lacking today in the divisiveness. We're, we, we need more leaders by example. And hopefully once some sworn in, they can see that once and for all. Yeah, it's so important, you know, and, you know, a great leader is someone that when they lead by example and people observe, they, they help to create more leaders. You meaning that you know, people being to, you know, lead themselves and, you know, instead of just depending upon others for things that they, if they could just believe enough in themselves, they could do it. You know, you know, not that you leverage your weaknesses, but that you, you don't have to hide your strengths. You can leverage those strengths and be more of value in an asset to your, your family, to another person, to your community, to your industry, your business, whatever the case may be. Talk about the, the importance of how that example, leading by example, can inspire people to become, I guess, I guess the term would be more interdependent versus dependent or codependent. Hmm. Well, if you lead by example, it means you have already acquired some of the skill sets, the knowledge and experience to do it on your own, right? That makes sense. So if let's yeah. say one of your team members, your staff were ill that day, who picks up the slack? The person that leads by example, because the example means you've experienced it yourself. Uh, and that's what I like, like about this self-sustaining model that we're looking for. Leaders that don't have that experience and that it, though they can be the example are the ones that usually fail or they're usually called out by the subordinates. So I think that's critical more now today than ever because the, the, the age of passed down, pushing it down to those subordinates without truly knowing, again, the example, 
is falling short. I think the, the, the youth of today is more, criti- they think critically, but we have to get mm-hmm. them out of their bubble because they're kind of indoctrinated in certain um, thoughts. We need to elevate them. And the, I, I think the, the best role model was my father. Um, he was, he, he actually missed his calling in, in a sense. Uh, he served in World War II. He was a Navy aviator. Uh, at a Quonset Point, Rhode Island, he, he spotted the last German U-boat. And oddly, when he went back to the officer of the day, he, he and his crew reported this sighting. And the first thing, thing that came out of the officer of the day is that, oh, were you drinking last night? <laughs> now, if you knew my father, which I do, he's 97, by the way. He's still kicking butt. He's out there going. Wow, God love him. 97. There, there's not many World War II veterans around, but that is fantastic. Yeah, see, that's the example I'm talking to you about. Yeah. He lived a very clean life. He woke up. He put in, he put in the hours. He'd wake up like I do, usually around 4.30 in the morning, 5. And he put in a hard day. And he... he he interacted with people with respect as well as, you know, some level of discernment because you have to have that as you get older. You can't throw it all out there. But that example is what kind of set my life in motion. He being a Navy aviator officer, trained me early to be embrace the leadership skills, which is simple. Respect others, elevate others, remove obstacles so they can succeed. As a leader, is you're motivating people, delegating tasks so they can, one, learn by that by your example. So these are the, the, the key skills that you, as a good leader, the communicator, and interpersonal skills that you need to empower people and you can only do that by one example two good training mechanisms delegation motivation let me tell you this point uh in growing up in a large family i'm from a large family of nine children wow (laughs) and i'm number six i was like in the middle trying to be the arbiter of uh, the the the, uh lower half and the upper half so I, i was baptized by fire trying to <laughs> kind of put out the flames. Um, but in that, during that period, it was during J, uh, JFK, which technically would be called the Republican Party these days because he embraced those same ideals and leadership and the charisma. They, could they look at him as the, the, the troop, the president that had so much charisma and he had those good skills that pretty much mir- mirrored my father's because they, we're both uh, aviators, or was he? I think his brother was an aviator. So, uh, again, example, K- taking that example, embracing it, and sharing that with others, where people can actually look at that and say, that's a person I want to become, that's a person I want to learn more about, and I'm now open to listen and learn. Mm, that's so, so well put. Okay, if you can illustrate a, a, a baby, you know, because we have a lot of people on here from, you know, you know, there people work for companies. We have people that are entrepreneurs, run small businesses. We have, you know, uh, solopreneurs. We got people from all different, you know, walks of life and so on. If you could t- maybe illustrate maybe uh, an example, I know you, you gave a little some parts about certain things, but maybe like a, an example that illustrates you know, the leading by example, maybe if you have a, you know, even if it's generic or something, and you don't want to mention certain 
specific sure. names. I think that would be extremely beneficial to the audience. Uh, uh, my last, now just going back into my business mind, um, uh, what we're experiencing now with the censoring of YouTube and Twitter and such, everyone kind of feels the pain there if you're conservative. Uh, leading by example, I, I saw this coming uh, years ago because I know who owns these corporations. So with a group of friends of mine, we sat down, what can we do as the next platform for free speech? So instead of sitting there and idle, I basically rolled up my sleeves, put together the business plan with the full financials, did the pitch deck, did, did all everything that you do at the executive level. And I didn't delegate that task. Why? Because I had the experience. And as I was doing this, or I should say we were doing this, they were watching and they were learning. So being the example to, to craft a new entity, a concept to reality, they, I actually se separated myself to run for office, which now I'm starting to question. <laughs> <laughs> so that example is needed in every relationship, corporation, and in government. If you can walk through it based upon your skill sets and, and in, in your experience, and it, be that example that you can walk them through the paces like we are right now with leadership skills, that has a profound effect on their ability to learn, more importantly, to retain that, that knowledge and because it becomes personal for them. So my personal experiences with this last endeavor, which I think they're moving forward, and I'm, I'm wishing them well. and. and Hopefully they won't forget me when they start making their billions, but it wouldn't have happened without, by the, the example uh, model that what I, I just expressed. Yeah, so so well put, and so illustrated so well why you know leading by example is is so important and something that you know we don't do once in a while. We we have to be consistent uh, with it daily, and you know obviously that 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 comes back to like I guess what you were. Mentioning about your father, you know, you know, he's had such a long life and, you know, I'm sure he had a lot of structure. He had a lot of, he had a daily routine and, and, you know, and, and, and when we can really, you know, do, uh, you know, have that as a framework in our lives and our careers, you know, we can do so much in being a value to others through, through that example. Uh, so it's so, so, so true. So um, we have about, uh, about a less than a, a minute left until our break. Um, I just wanted to say any other final comments real brief that you would like to mention? Uh, yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, leadership is a process and learning the key aspects of leadership is, is really paramount to being a successful leader, but believing it, being passionate and communicating it is are those are the other aspects, but you've got to be thinking strategic always problem solving decision, making skills, cannot happen without a strategic perspective. And of course, to round it all off, to create more opportunity, you need to be innovative, mm -hmm. creative. So those are things to chew on as you develop your, your, your leadership uh, courses or skills, which by the way, Chris, yep. I'm gonna be one of your students. Well, I love, I love that. I'd love to collaborate on that because I'm all about leadership and leadership is so, so important. And so it needed, and that's why I was loved when we, you and I chatted, why we needed to come together today and share this with uh, everyone here and get that out there. And uh, we got more to come here with James Bradley again. And now did we stand together, we win. 
Uh, we have to go to break, but we uh, have more to come here in the last segment of the show. So don't go away. And if you're just joining us, again, you can listen to the show in its entirety later here at the Voice America Influencers Channel On Demand or the Sustainable Success 2017 Facebook page. We'll be right back. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795 or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back again. We are here with uh, James Bradley. We're talking about United We Stand, Together We Win. Again, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Again, you can check out Alumni Direct at MyAlumniDirect.com. Again, this is a a social media, not only a social media platform, but a community center, which brings together people, whether if it was you were an alumni from a college, a university, maybe a former company, uh, uh, maybe another institution, a fraternity, sorority, what does not matter. A great place to kind of reconnect, meet new people, share ideas, share memories, create new experiences, find your next job and maybe perhaps launch a new business with someone that you've connected that, that went to your school or you worked with in the past but maybe didn't know each other at that time. Again, check them out at myalumnidirect.com. So getting back, uh, James, we had talked about you know the concepts of listening, learning, leading by example, and that kind of brings us really full circle to what all of that means, and that is unity, bringing people together, unification. Can you talk about what we've talked about so far and how this, when we can really unify people, what the possibilities are and where we can, what we could do as a society to really, you know, elevate ourselves and make a difference? Absolutely. Um, Unity doesn't happen without those talking points we just discussed. The listening skills, right? The learning that in the one thing we have not touched on was our ability to accept them as they are and not trying to conform them, embracing them in their, uh, their thoughts. That's the key part here. Because I think what we're lacking 
And regardless of motives for the, the politicians of today, regardless, let's put that aside. What's lacking is their ability to look at what is happening in the nation today and say, these are the problems. This is where we need to find common ground. And how do we move from their polarization, which they're way over on either side, to get in the middle? That middle point is unity. How do we get to that With if you're not lear- listening? And you're not learning. Learning, listening, listening, learning, leadership. So that's really kind of part of the campaign that I brought through, not only under uh, when I ran against Diane Feinstein, but also Ted Lieu in District 33, is that people are smarter than you give them credit for. And what we have to do is you elevate them to the point, I'm listening, I'm accepting you for who you are, whatever color, creed, a nationality, your belief system. Let's sit down and we'll put that aside for now, but we're going to focus on one common task. That common task is what brings us together. So in a, in a business setting, oh, we uh, need a new innovation. We need a new a product to roll out next year. What does that look like by evaluating your competition? Of course, that's the best gauge in, in a market segment. Uh, how far are we along on the R&D side? So here's my business mind coming out again. Where are we are? Where's your competitors? What's the opposition research? Very similar to politics, by the way, which is lacking leadership skills or lacking again in politics. But... The unification is key, but with all those tasks going on, you bring the team together, you have someone that has an experience in a hard left um, concept, something that you would never consider being a conservative. But yet, you see seeds within that mind or that idea that may make sense you could build upon. And going back to our previous discussion on the socialization or the society of what comes from the left, because there's society, um, community-based lifting society, which there's parts I don't agree with. But that is, we want to bring that into the model to unify. So we have, uh, I come in, you know, the district I ran is, is our strong Bernie supporters, and you know his political leanings. Uh, they're, they're more concerned about, um, you know, uh, relieving student debt, environmentalism, and all that stuff. Now, coming from my position, which, you know, of course, I believe in environment, clean environment, how do I move from those ideologies to meet them in the middle? So this is the lead by example concept that we want to go down. Heavy left Bernie supporters, uh, conservatism, constitutional values, based upon progression, the true uh, interpretation of progression, how do we meet with them in the middle? Oh, guess what? You have this strapping student debt. Instead of me giving this to you or leaving your debt, why don't we create a program based upon the entrepreneurial spirit? What do you like doing? Oh, you like to um, uh, create a new app. Well, why don't you put together a business plan? And based upon benchmarks we set in that business plan, why can't we come up with a a mechanism to help you pay down 
the student debt of 60 to 100 to 200,000. In some cases, almost a half a million dollars these people uh, uh, accumulate in student debt. So in other words, you're creating opportunity for those that are sitting at their parents' home going, gee, I just finished school, I have nowhere to go, COVID. Uh, I can't live, I can work from my computer, but I prefer to be working in person. What can we do to deal with the student debt and also uh, advance in my life? So meeting in the middle again, remember? Yep. We got, we got the Bernie supporters living in, the, the, in their mom, mother's guest room, or their, their parents' guest room. We engage with them saying, I'm going to put together a program that works with this small business administration. You give me, and you can work with your colleagues, and they can also uh, uh, enjoy the enrichment or the benefit of this as well. Put together a business plan. Let's deal with a, not only an app, a computer app, or let's talk about the environment. How do we deal with regeneration of certain uh, and, and deal with the, some of the issues that we face here in California? You engage with them. You create opportunity. You give them a path if they needed uh, how to structure the business plan. On the completion of these benchmarks, you're saying, oh, guess what? Thank you for that. It looks like you're moving forward. Now you just trimmed off $20,000 of your student debt. We can do that at the federal government, by the way. So instead of giving it to them, relieving them, you're actually advancing them into a career. So to me, that is what the unity is about, creating programs that people can feel they're not only benefiting by, but also the, the uh, environment or the communities benefiting by. Oh, that's so great. I, and I think that's so true. And, and, and again, you know, unity, you know, brings in, you know, people that we, you know, we all have strengths, we all have weaknesses, we all have certain skills and, and so on. And, you know, and when we, you know, when we talk about bringing people together to win, you know, just think of it, you know, like a football team, you know, why there are certain teams that always consistently get to, you know, the postseason, you know, a good illustration of that would have been the Patriots, you know, how they dominated the NFL for, for the last 20 years because of just, Again, those that leadership and that ability to leverage strengths and offset weaknesses. Can you talk about wh- wh- how that's also important, uh, James, in terms of unity and, and helping to build a winning environment, whatever that may mean? You mean the Patriots? Well, not well. The Patriots, or it could be, it could be anything. You know, I'm just using it as an example. Um, well, you know, I'm a Patriot fan. Being from oh, Boston. I know you're Rhode Island, so you have to be a Patriot <laughs> fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they did had a they had an amazing run, and you know, I, I, but strengths and weaknesses. I think everyone views that kind of the traditional model. You know, you I always look at the weaknesses or the areas you want to improve, and as leaders, and to create unity, is you have to create a plan together with them that can be that that creates that level of ownership. So when you're sitting down, and you're doing an evaluation of let's say, um, across the aisle, in this case, in politics, although they have to be in the learning mode, the listening mode, which might be a hard, that might be a heavy lift for me once I'm in in Senate, (laughs) I'll be honest with you. But if you have a willing uh, participant, 
You can do an assessment, both of you. You can assess each other's uh, strengths and weaknesses. And where you unify is that if you're in agreement that this is a common goal, that they can identify and help you work through that weakness by giving you tacit learning points to move you to a point of strength. So I, I look at things very systematic, and but also with a level of a depth that you can't get there without a plan mm. and an acceptance from the other party. So if you can agree upon this is the issue, these are problems that we face in our company, in our community, and you're so diversely different on ways of getting there, but you can't even have a discussion until you agree upon the, 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 the difficulty. And that's what I've been facing yeah. here in, in yeah. California. People, yeah. you know, we have so many issues. I can, I can just spend a whole two hours on the issues. Yeah, we'll definitely have another discussion on that because, I mean, we would love to hear more about with, with that. So we have about a couple minutes left in the show, but I wanted to make sure if you want, if you have a final point here, but I want to make sure people know where to reach you and, and oh. to pick your brain on, on anything that you shared today. Yeah, I'm available to anybody. Just call that number. You go to my website. It's easy. It's Bradley Senate, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y Senate.com. I did not, I purposely did not put Bradley for Senate. Because this is where, uh, as a leader, I feel optimistic that we've already achieved this goal. So when you set that goal up and you say you're there, now you're acting in that capacity, that's where I, I focus my energy now. We need solutions. So BradleySenate.com, there's a phone number there. Call me, email me, you have any questions. If you, want to, if you just want to be part of this movement of bringing change, sanity, civility, unity back into our society i welcome that I'm, and i honestly would like you to reach out to me because i can't do this on a, on my own we, we will make sure that uh, anybody that calls in or you know sends us something we will make sure to direct them to you absolutely excellent so that's where you find me yep uh, and i'll be on the you know i'll be in the in the field doing exactly what we're doing here today is shedding hope don't give up we are moving forward. We will do this together. We cannot be victim any longer. We need to take this and unite, and together we win. Well, I want to thank you immensely from the bottom of my heart, you know, James, taking the time out of your morning here to be with us here today to share this uh, wisdom and, and enlightenment to, you know, listening, learning, you know, leading by example and unification so that we can, united we stand, together we win. We want to thank uh, the guests, our guests, uh, the listeners that come in each and every week, you know, to listen to great guests like James sharing their words of wisdom to help you in something that will matter in your life and in your business. And again, we will be back next Thursday. Again, we're going to have the same format. We're always going to be doing a Facebook live stream for the most part to give you a little background look of what takes place when we do our show. And uh, we want to thank you for being here. And again, you can listen to this show in its entirety later today. And we encourage you again, you know, to reach out to James if you are looking, you know, a true leader, unity, you know, want to, together we win, reach out to James and uh, be part of uh, that movement that is helping to bring uh, unification back in our today's world. Thank you so much, everyone. And we'll see you next Thursday. Have a great day. 
Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.